0: God morning and good morning. Welcome to another episode of Talking Cancer: My Journey, My Way. My name is Luis Lopez. It is Friday, October twentieth, twenty twenty-three. Make sure you go ahead and you know like, share, subscribe, whatever. Um, Truly is appreciated. Um, the love that I've been receiving across the world is, is, is amazing as I continue just to, you know, just to grow the platform and things like that. Um, my main objective for this podcast is, um, is to create awareness in the grand scheme of things, this pa- this platform Um, actually provides therapy for me as I am a stage four colorectal cancer. I, I don't even know the word to use patient, I guess, patient, victim, whatever. Um, not a victim of anything personally, but not sure which word to use. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like this is where I'm at currently, and I choose to use whatever time I have left, whether it's 20 years or three days, it doesn't matter to me. I am going to use it to raise awareness, not only about colon cancer or colorectal cancer, But any cancer that's out there. And also share stories of anybody that wishes to share stories. Which brings me to if you do want to share your story and be on uh, Talking Cancer and talk about your journey. um, I believe every journey has a message to somebody. So if you wish to do so, please submit. An email request to talking can no to cancer my journey my way at gmail.com that's cancer my journey my way at gmail.com okay um, if you choose to follow me on Instagram or whatever Facebook so Facebook is talking at talking cancer Instagram is at talking underscore cancer and uh tiktok is at talking cancer so um yeah please you know do what you do tune in or not um my platform is still going to be here for those who who need it or want it or just care to listen so i truly appreciate your time uh let's get back into this um this consent form uh this is part three and probably the final part of of the consent form uh yesterday we were going into we were leaving off with the effects of the dsp 107 um and going into the amob effects now um amob if people may ask what is amob i cannot pronounce the word so i'm gonna try it one more time it's called atizolizumab 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 okay anything with a mob on the end of it M-A-B is some form of chemo drug so if you don't know that I want you to know that Um, and that's kind of where I have my dilemmas at um because my body did not react well to chemo period um so uh we're going to go ahead and, and just talk about the rest of this um and you know get into get into it a little bit it says there has been serious adverse event. There has been one serious adverse event of inflammation of the liver uh, in a participant who received DSP-107 in combination with AMOB. This is is a known side effect of AMOB, but the relationship of this event to DSP-107 cannot be excluded at this point in time. There have been no deaths associated with dsp-107 in combination with amob. other potential side effects can be predicted from human studies with other drugs that work in a similar way to dsp-107 these can be divided into drugs that target a protein on the surface of cancer cells called cd47 and drugs that stimulate immune cells through a protein on their surface called 41BB. Some drugs that target that target CD47 are known to cause anemia and reduce the number of white cells, uh, platelets in the blood. In monkey studies and the participants who have received DSP-107 to date, we did not see any significant, any, any significant effect on blood counts. Other drugs that target 4-1BB resulted in liver toxicity. However, in our monkey studies, the participants who have received DSP-107 alone to date, we have not seen any change in liver function. Well, that's awesome. let me see, um, and hold on, In liver function test or the structure of the liver. In any case, we will be closely monitoring your blood count and liver function throughout the study. So then it goes into explaining more about AMOB. So AMOB is designed to increase the number of immune cells in your body that can fight cancer. These cells may cause inflammation. Within the tumor. As well as in normal tissue. Therefore. By taking AMOB. You may develop a condition. Where there is inflammation. Against a part. Of your own body. And autoimmune condition. Okay. So. Let me read that one more time. AMOB is designed to increase the number of immune system cells in your body that can fight cancer. These cells may cause inflammation within the tumor as well as in normal tissue. Okay. So I want you to to understand that, that. I think that's really key and really big for me as well. So. Now, it has this thing broken down in sections. It has very common, common, and less common, but important. Okay, so these are the side effects to be associated with atizolizumab. Or my acronym is AMOB. So... Very common, and it says in parentheses, occurs in more than 10% of patients. So, this occurs more than 10%. Okay, so now, very common is fatigue, joint pain, lack of energy, decreased appetite, diarrhea, shortness of breath, urinary tract infection, cough, itching of the skin, Nausea, fever, rash, vomiting, muscle and bone pain. Okay? So that's the very common. And it says common portion, which occurs in one to ten percent of patients. And this is all for AMOB, not for DSP 107. That's DSP is the the DSP-107 is the immunotherapy section of it, okay? So, and I'll go back over that again, too. So, Um, common, chills, difficulty swallowing, increase in liver enzymes, which may indicate inflammation of the liver, allergic reaction or tolerance to medication, decreased level of potassium, in the blood decreased level of sodium in the blood low blood pressure underactive thyroid gland nasal congestion inflammation of the membrane around the heart inflammation of the intestines decrease oxygen decrease oxygen supply in body resulting in shortness of breath Flu-like symptoms, infusion related reaction, inflammation of the lungs, low platelet count in the blood which may make your body likely to bruise or bleed. Inflammation of the liver, stomach area pain, accumulation of fluid in the membrane Around the heart, potentially compressing the heart, effusion and cardiac. Peri- hold on, pericardial effusion and cardiac temp- tamponade, whatever that means. I don't know what that means, but it's something to do with the heart uh, and this fluid around the heart. That's what I got. So, that's all common. Not very common, just common. And so now you have less common, but important. Okay. Decreased production of hormones by the adrenal gland, diabetes, overactive thyroid gland, inflammation of the brain and membrane surrounding the brain, nerve damage that may cause muscle weakness and paralysis, Nerve damage resulting in muscle weakness. Inflammation of the pancreas. Um, Hold on. Oh, this is a repeat, but I did miss the part on it. Inflammation of the brain membrane surrounding the brain and spinal cord. Inflammation of the pituitary gland. Inflammation of the heart muscle, inflammation of the kidneys, increase in pancreas enzymes, which may indicate inflammation in the pancreas, severe high levels of sugar and acids in the blood or urine, inflammation or damage of the muscles. Okay. Among the side effects known to be associated with AMOB, car doctors would like you to pay more attention to the following, inflammation of the intestines, inflammation of the thyroid glands, Uh, hold on, let me go ahead back, inflammation of the intestines, symptoms may include diarrhea, blood in the stool, pain in the stomach, inflammation of the thyroid glands, Uh, symptoms may include headaches, fatigue, weight loss, weight gain, weight change in mood, hair loss, and constipation. Inflammation of the adrenal gland. Symptoms may include dizziness, irritability, fainting, low blood pressure, skin darkening, and craving of salty foods. Inflammation of the pituitary gland may include fatigue, headaches that will not go away, increased thirst, increased urination, and change in vision. Side effects may occur at the same time, including hypothyroidism and adrenal insufficiency. Um, so all of these they want you to pay attention to. Hold on, let me. I'm not going to go into the symptoms really too much, there's a whole lot to read, but they want you to pay attention to the inflammation of the liver. Um, I might as well, you know, symptoms. Here we go. Um, Yellowing of the skin, pain in the stomach area, nausea, vomiting, itching, fatigue, bleeding, or bruising. Inflammation of the brain and membranes surrounding the brain and spinal cord. Uh, which include neck stiffness, headaches, fevers, chills, vomiting, seizures, irritability, and ice, and eye sensitivity to light. Nerve damage resulting in muscle weakness. Uh, symptoms would be would include weakness in the arm, leg muscles, double vision, and difficulties with speech and chewing. Uh, Nerve damage that may cause muscle weakness uh, include uh, tingling in fingers, toes, fatigue, and difficulty walking. Inflammation in the lungs symptoms include uh, new or worsening cough, shortness of breath, and chest pain. Inflammation of the heart muscle symptoms include breath decreased, exercise tolerance, fatigue, chest pain, swelling of the ankles or legs, irregular heartbeat, and fainting. Reactions associated with infusion events occurring during or within one day of infusion. Symptoms may include fevers, chills, shortness of breath, sudden reddening, face neck or chest and also inflammation of the pancreas. Symptoms may include abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting and fever. Um, So they have conditions of high levels of sugar in the blood, inflammation of the kidneys, inflammation of damage of the muscles, inflammation of of the membrane around the heart, accumulation in the membrane around the heart, inflammation of the spinal cord, muscle weakness, or partial paralysis of the face. So those are all things that they want you to look for, you know. And they have a whole bunch of side effects for each one of those too, but I didn't feel like going into it anymore. Um, And then it says side effects potentially associated with AMOB. Uh, Development of antibodies, so your body is fighting against uh, the AMOB, which happens a lot with a lot of chemotherapies. Uh, Potential to cause harm to a developing fetus, no worries here. Inflammation of the eyes, Uh, symptoms may include eye pain and redness, inflammation of the blood vessels, and breakdown of red blood vessels. So this will be potential side effects I'm assuming long-term side effects. So, and then you also have your immune immune reaction. All of this is for AMOB. Okay. Uh, Your immune reaction is very low blood pressure, very high fever, cough, severe shortness of breath requiring oxygen therapy, severe dizziness, confusion, weakness dis- decreased urination with failure of the kidney abnormal liver function very low blood cell counts and or bleeding within the cells um unforeseen risk since DSP107 is investigational and the use of amob in this study is investigational There may be other risks that are unknown. Additionally, there may be unknown risks to a pregnancy, embryo, or fetus if you or your female partner become pregnant. General side effects and discomforts of tests done in this study. You may feel discomfort during some of the study tests and there may also be risks such as blood draw. Participants may likely experience discomfort, swelling, bruising, and or bleeding at the site of the needle insertion. They may also less likely experience dizziness or feel faint. Rarely they experience infection. ECG, the risk can include skin irritation and rash due to wearing and the removal of electrodes, The electrodes only detect electrical impulses produced by the heart. No electricity passes through the body from the machine, and there is no danger of getting an electrical shock. So then it talks about the risk of radiation, which we know radiation can can give you cancer, right? So uh, they want to do a tumor biopsy if possible. Um, they talk about reproductive risk, and i'm gonna read though i'm gonna read this for any any women out there thinking about um the clinical the clinical drug so if you are a study participant, you should not father a baby or donate sperm while in the study, although most experimental treatments administered to study participants do not expose their partners to a risk. In case of a pregnancy, there may be risks that are still unknown. This is why, as a precaution, partners of people with participate, who participate in this study must use highly effective birth control methods to prevent pregnancy during the study and up to four weeks after the last dose of DSP-107. If you are a female participant, you may not You may not take part in this study if you are breastfeeding pregnant. Think that you may be pregnant or are trying to get pregnant. If you are pregnant or breastfeeding, there may be risks to you and the baby that are not known at this time. People who are pregnant will be tested for pregnancy during the study. Study participants must use a highly effective method of contraception such as hormonal birth control, oral, transdermal, implantable, a UI, a IUD, a double barrel method, combination of condom and spermicide with either cap, diaphragm or sponge. Um, or surgical sterility through the study and, For four weeks after the last dose. If you only received ESP 107 and up to five months after the last dose. If you are pregnant, you will not be enrolled in the study. If you become pregnant or suspect. That you are pregnant. You must tell your doctor right away. If you are pregnant, you will be asked to stop taking part in the study. So it goes on and talks about what are the study benefits. You may or may not benefit from being in this study. However, we hope that the future that we hope that in the future other people might benefit from this study because the information from this study may help doctors learn more about DSP 107 as a treatment for cancer. What other treatment options are there? You do not have to participate in this research study before you decide whether or not you want to be in this study. Your study doctor will discuss the other options that are available to you. Instead of being in this study, your options include getting treatment or care for your cancer without being in the study, taking part in another study, getting no treatment, getting comfort care, also called palliative care. This type of care helps you reduce pain, tiredness, appetite problems, and other problems caused by the cancer. It does not treat the cancer directly, but instead tries to improve how you feel. Comfort care tries to keep you as active and comfortable as possible. You should discuss your alternatives to participating in this search with the study doctor or study staff. In addition, you may discuss your options with your regular health care provider. And then it goes on to about cost and how um, it should be covered by your insurance uh, or paid by somebody from the health care facility. There is no compensation to the participants. Um, Talks about who is funding the study, which is CAR Medical. Compensations for injury, Um, like anything else, your insurance, uh, they will not comp you for injury, but your medical insurance should be able to cover whatever uh, by UCSD. Um, Confidential and personal information clause says that they will not send your information to anybody, but it is accessible by the government. Uh, U.S., the the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, <clears throat> and so on and so forth. And they also um, can't do anything about it if it leaks out. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's about it for that. So, um, this is the thing. You know, the... Me and... Me and um, chemo don't do well. And there's a lot going on with chemo. You know, the immunotherapy, I'm not really tripping on, you know. I think I could deal with... um, I think I could deal with uh, low 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 blood pressure, you know. Uh, fatigue, diarrhea, nausea, constipation I think I could deal with those things um, And the percentages of these things happening Are very very low You know what I, what I get into And those are like the only things Is when I get into The mob effect So these are questions you know Once I get back Once the doctor gets back to me and we have our call, I get to ask them any questions and stuff like that. We can start this process and then, you know, I can start asking more questions to them. But for anybody that's concerned or listening to um, this three part series of the clinical trial consent form and all that it entails, you know, please do talk to your doctor. Um, this trial is only open for a certain amount of time and to a certain amount of people. Okay. So, um, so if you're in on the ground floor, Hey, but they're doing clinical studies on all the time. We just have to ask. And one of the biggest things that I found out in this journey is that you have to refuse their, uh, initial treatment plan so they could offer you a clinical so, those are for those cancer patients that are that are out there. They don't tell you these things. They don't offer you clinical unless you refuse conventional or their treatment plan, which is like the chemo or something like that. So, um, I just want to let you guys know that um, this is going to be... One of those things I do have to go over, I do have to, but at the same time, it's one of those things that you have to react fast because if you do want to participate, then the clinical trial is only open for so much time and for so many people. So um, I need to read this once again, uh, just kind of make sure I have all my answers, all my questions ready to go um, if I have any. Um, So when I have this interview with a doctor, I could ask um, before proceeding. Um, so there you go I appreciate you Uh, that's uh, that's the three-part consent form I had to break it down because it was so long so I appreciate you for listening I am your host Luis Lopez and you have been listening to Talking Cancer My Journey My Way be sure to like share or subscribe Um, I appreciate you that is my time peace love one